Welcome, welcome, welcome to the coziest podcast in the world, Cozy Lounge, hosted by Don Cozy. We are live. Say it with me now. We are live from Africa, the motherland, the best continent in the world, the best continent in the universe, you know. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Please subscribe on Patreon at Cozy Lounge Podcast uh, so that we can give you the best entertainment news, the best current news in the world. I would like to shout out, I'd like to give a shout out to Faith Rutendom Saoki. Uh, She's one of the subscribers of this podcast, one of uh, the people who is pushing the podcast in the varsity scene at the moment. Shout out to you, Faith. And happy birthday to Nobuhle Peng Ness. <laughs> That's a Twitter name if you want to follow her. Peng Ness. Uh, Peng, P-E-N-G, Nurse, N-U-R-S-E, all the way from Britain. Uh, shout out to you, happy birthday. That's my sister right there. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your day, and let's get into it, man. You know, like yesterday, I went out with uh, I went out with my my cousin Thelma, and we were we just went out for a, a braai. You know, this on this side we call it a braai. In America, they call it a barbecue. I think in the UK they call it a grill or whatever. I don't know, right? So we went out. You know, and with this short discussion about Jägermeister, and I was telling you my experience with Jägermeister that uh, I remember I had, <laughs> I won't say it's an unfortunate one because I actually enjoyed it that night, but I got so sloshed, you know, on that night and I actually blamed it on the Jäger. So she was uh, also telling me how nice Jägermeister was, but, you know, it it had this effect on it, which made it, like, really, you know, tipsy, borderline drunk. So I was like, no, you know what? Let me do my research and find out what this Jäger thing is, you know. We all know Jäger. Right now, I think people, the gin, the gin craze is, uh, is slowly dying down, and people are actually indulging more into... Uh, Jägermeister. Um, growing up, I used to see Jägermeister being consumed with Red Bull and ice. And, you know, uh, now that we've got the access to it now, I think maybe we're drinking it wrong or maybe we are, we're not really appreciating the way it's supposed to be uh, drank. So it's Everyone's favorite drink at the moment right now, like I said. I've I've realized, you know, that no, every party, every social event, there are one liters, you know, people are holding the Jaeger bomb and Jaeger, the Jaeger bottle, you know, and giving people shots and da-da-da-da-da. But then, are we really consuming it the way it's supposed to be consumed is the question. 
And today I want to just sort of touch, briefly touch on it. Did you know that uh, Jägermeister is actually a herbal drink? It's got many health benefits, you know. Um, and this is no way like an advertisement for Jägermeister, but it's more of, I want to conscientize people on how to enjoy Jägermeister, you know. And with my research, I realized that it, if you drink 44 mils a day, let's say you've got a one liter, so roughly 44, 45 mils a day, it will give you numerous health benefits. The first one is it reduces uh, cardiovascular risk, uh, it relieves stress, it prevents kidney stones, and it's good for digestion. If you're taking 44 meals a day, not, not one liter, not 500 meals, and not 200 meals, 44 meals a day, right? But we are, you know, we, we, are, we are who we are, you know, we are people who like to indulge in the finer things in life. So we won't consume 44 meals a day. But if you really want, want to enjoy the benefits, the health benefits, that is, uh, take 44 meals a day and see what it will do. And actually um, continued with my research and, fa- and found out how best can we enjoy Jägermeister, you know? Because, like I said, you go to a social event, there's someone holding the bottle and they're just pouring it into a cup and people are drinking it warm, you know? And I myself, uh, I'm a vodka person and... I love my vodka, extremely cold, loads of ice, like overload my cup with ice. And vodka and lime, um, and that's it. So when I see someone indulging in a beverage, warm, I now start to question myself, like, okay, fine, it's herbal, it's nice, it's, it's got this nice taste to it, but are we supposed to be consuming it like that so uh, you should drink it you should drink pure alcohol after taking it so I think we should treat it like tequila uh, where you take a shot or two and then you drink pure alcohol after that so you can take your beer you can take your your vodka your gin your whiskey your brandy your scotch Right after after that, and also what I found out is that you should drink uh, with ice mixed with Red Bull. So if you're on another way to enjoy it, drink it with ice, like I said, overload with ice uh, and Red Bull. But that's the normal Jaeger bomb. That's where the Jaeger bomb frenzy came from. It's a mixture of Jaegermeister. And Red Bull. So, with ice, please. Please. And you can mix it. We've seen many variations with um, uh, mixologists where they, they'll give you a cup, they'll pour your favorite beverage, and then they'll put the tot of Jägermeister in it. 
right? So you can mix it with the beer or gin. And the company, listen to this, the company recommends that it should always be served cold and kept in the freezer at minus 18 degrees Celsius, which is zero degrees Fahrenheit, right? So this is done because the herbs in that beverage, Jägermeister, do not freeze at, my, at minus 18 degrees, which is zero degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and at this temperature, uh, it becomes slightly viscous, which is, uh, it becomes thick and uh, sticky, you know. Because I remember the day when I drank it, it was, like, it, was a, it was a bit runny, it was a bit, you know, watery. So now it actually makes sense. So I just wanted to start off on that note and make people understand, you know, because we're seeing people indulge in this. People can just come and say, yeah, it's cough syrup, it's less. It's not cough syrup, guys. Yeah, it's got health benefits, but let's indulge and enjoy it. You know, this week, before getting into what happened this week, uh, I want you guys, I want to thank you guys for your support. I want to thank you guys for subscribing. I want to thank you guys for listening and supporting the Cozy Podcast. The Cozy Lounge podcast, and uh, I know it will get better with time, and we will we shall conquer. I know that. So this week a lot happened, guys. Come on, man! Like it was extremely, extremely. It was an extremely eventful week. We had the Met Gala, and immediately after that, uh, we had the Dave Chappelle incident. Uh, at the Hollywood Bowl in LA, where he was um, uh, performing at Netflix is a joke festival, right? Uh, you know, coming from Africa, uh, we woke up to the news that Dave Chappelle had been attacked, and immediately, Dave Chappelle is comedy royal, royalty guys. You know, um, he's comedy royalty. And my first instinct was, not another Chris Rock incident, you know, uh, where the Oscars, where Chris Rock was attacked by Will Smith, now we're having this attack on Dave Chappelle. And the first thing you start to think of is, are comedians now under attack for what they stand for or for what they say. Because now you get to look at scenes like this and are they being protected enough? Because they come across as jokesters, they come across as people who are just having fun. But now these are people who shape our culture, these are people who shape our view on world, in the world. And I think now people are taking advantage of that. And at these events, it's usually so relaxed, but 
Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, these are high-profile comedians, and I think they should be treated with so much respect, firstly. Secondly, I feel like they should be treated with so much. These are high-risk events, you know. We're at a point where we've come from COVID, and people have got their frustrations. People have got, people are going through the most. You know, we always say that ah, people are going through the most. But people really are going through a lot. So comedians come to relieve the, that stress, you know, and make us see the world in a lighter manner. So Dave Chappelle was attacked on Tuesday night at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A., uh, Los Angeles, you know. Uh, this attacker is identified as uh, Isaiah Lee. Uh, he's 23 years old, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And the video evidence, if you watch it on like YouTube and your Instagram and Twitter, is of Dave Chappelle being attacked by this guy. This guy launches onto stage and tackles Dave Chappelle, right? As Dave Chappelle was actually exiting the stage. And lucky enough, his security detail and other comedians, Jamie Foxx, Chris Rock, uh, they jumped, even Pastor Rhymes you know, to help because it, anything would have happened on that stage. Uh, this attacker had a, had a handgun, which is actually puzzling when you start to think about it. Like, what was the security there? What was the security like there? Because you cannot pass or get into an event with even a replica handgun, because that's high risk, you know? It, this handgun, mind you, had a knife blade. So it was a handgun, which wasn't a gun, but was concealing a blade in it. And this guy, Isaiah, charged at Dave Chappelle with that, you know? And watching that video, <laughs> instantly... Uh, Chris Rock grabbed the mic and and was like, Will Smith, is that you? You know, but it's a funny moment in a sad moment. It's a funny moment in a moment of panic. It's a funny moment in a moment of confusion. Because if you watch the video, you start to see that Dave Chappelle was a bit rattled, but he kept his calm, you know, so that he could uh, massage the situation to, to not escalate into something bad. Because at the end of the day, Isaiah, Isaiah's arm, they broke his arm. Eh? <laughs> and he actually thanked his comrades for beating the crap out of the, the attacker and said, I felt good my friends broke his arm, you know jokingly, but it's a serious connotation because at the end of the day, his life was at risk, you know? And this attack happened on Tuesday, but on uh, Thursday, Dave Chappelle, after convincing the police that he wanted to find out as to why he was attacked, uh, the police actually... actually uh, allowed him to go see Isaiah, and uh, Lee told him that uh, this, this was all about, and I quote, 
this was all about getting attention for his grandmother, uh, who had been uh, forced out of her neighborhood due to gentrification. That doesn't so that still doesn't sit well with me, you know. Fair and fine, the grandmother was uh, displaced due to gentrification of the neighborhood, but was it due to Dave Chappelle's fault? Or is it, is it a political thing? Or is it a community thing? You know, you start to look at that and say, was it worth it? Instead of him maybe coming out with a, with a placard or, a, you know, or even commenting or just going up the stage without bum rushing Dave Chappelle, I think he would have gotten his message across clearer without him himself getting hurt and his arm getting broken in the in the process. So like I said earlier, you know, it raises a lot of issues, you know, about security and uh, the fact that the comedians now seem to be under attack and this trade that they're having or the trade that they're in, uh, are they feeling safe? No, you know, the Kevin Hart's, the Trevor Noah's, who really have something to say about society, are they, are they safe? Because comedy is a safe space. I love comedy myself. I'm a comedy fanatic. Comedy is a safe space. We want to be able to enjoy ourselves, but now when certain things like this happen, we tend to now feel a bit conflicted. But I think all this started with Will Smith's slap or to Chris Rock. You know, it, it opened an avenue for people, people who feel disrespected or who feel as if they've got an opinion to just walk up on stage and ruin a perfect night and make people feel a bit apprehensive and I don't know, you know, it's, it, it doesn't sit well now because you are now afraid of, am I going to go to an event and see the act getting slapped or the act even dying on stage? <laughs> Sorry to be dramatic, but I had to take it there, right? Like I said, this week was so, this week was so eventful, you know. Uh, we saw the passing of Kevin Samuels. Uh, for those who don't know, who don't know, who don't know who he is, uh, Kevin Samuels is a YouTuber, or was a YouTuber, who became known for his controversial relationship advice. He was actually a... Um, an image consultant, you know. He was an image consultant and self-proclaimed uh, image consultant on YouTube. Um, but he, he had garnered a lot of viewers uh, through, I, I like to call it uh, the red pill. They call it the red pill, alpha male perspective on life and relationships. So he was very controversial in that, but... Uh, 
it was very controversial in that, and he had a lot of enemies. Uh, older women broke guys because he never minced his words on that group of people. So he passed, uh, and the news was confirmed by his mother. Uh, Atlanta Police Department said uh, officers were called to an apartment on th- Thursday morning regarding a person injured. Th- that's what they're saying, you know. And a woman in the apartment <laughs> told the officers that some of them had been complaining about chest pains and uh, that she attempted to help him, but then he fell, you know. This, this story reminds me of a cricketer from Australia, if I'm not mistaken, who passed, was it earlier this year or late last year? Uh, He passed in his hotel room or at home. Cardiac arrest. They're also saying Kevin Samuels, cardiac arrest. Uh, A woman was found in the cricketer's hotel room. A woman is found in Kevin Samuels' apartment. Kevin Samuels is a two-time divorcee, was a two-time divorcee, so that that definitely wasn't his wife. So, you know, a lot of things come to play uh, when you're trying to digest that information and try to see that, okay, um, this cardiac arrest, what caused it? Did he know about it? And I hope as... Time goes, we start to unravel the health issues that he had, if he had any, if he knew uh, that, you know. Um, Kevin Samuels was actually 53. I would say he was young, but, you know, 53 at the time of his passing. And like I said, he was very controversial because he was a red pill advocate, male, alpha male, straight to the arrow, never minced his words, used to have a lot of, a lot of live, used to host a lot of live uh, Instagram live um, interviews and discussions with females and males, and the, they'll really get onto it, you know, and you, you got, got to see a side of him which really people were disgusted by it because they say that he was bashing women, he was bashing poor guys, older women, baby mamas, and calling people out for their misdemeanors. Um, You know, he had 1.4 million subscribers, and that's a lot on Instagram and on Twitter and uh, and on YouTube, sorry. Uh, And the reason why people hated him, a few people hated him. People, I think people disliked him. Um, Last month, he was slammed over a video where he labeled women who were over 35 years and unmarried as leftovers. That's how controversial he was. Those Those are the kind of statements that he used to say. You know, and I quote, if you have made it to 35 and you are unmarried, 
You are a leftover woman. You are what is left. Men know that there is something likely wrong with you. That's what he said in his video. And it's a statement which didn't go well with a lot of women. Because in our black community, or I'll just say, but he was targeting the black community. In the black community, we have a lot of single mothers. We have a lot of educated women, independent women. And these women, they usually get to that age with no successful marriage inside, no successful uh, male in their lives. Um, and it was unfortunate coming from a man who had come from two divorces, you know, that he was saying that women of that age are leftovers. And it left a bitter taste in a lot of people's mouths because now that he has passed, a lot of people don't, they don't feel sympathy, you know. They're not sympathizing with his family at the moment. Uh, many high-value men, as he used to, uh, quote and uh, coin the term, they are sympathizing with him, sympathizing with his message. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that when the news started to filter out that he passed, a lot of people on social media are making jokes, a lot of people on social media are celebrating. I, I don't want to say celebrating, but it's coming off that. It's coming off like that because... Many people are actually saying that, ah, so he died at 56, at 53, sorry. Uh, so he was actually a leftover, by him, you know. And certain things like that, you start to digest and say, what legacy do you want to leave as a person? What legacy, what legacy do you want to leave as a human being, you know? Every time someone passes, you get to question yourself um, to what's your legacy? What are, what are you standing for? What do you want to achieve? Uh, how are people going to perceive you when you are when you're gone? Because right now, luckily enough, he's got his friends, he's got his family. Uh, they are the most closest uh, associates that will sympathize with him. But the general public that he shared his views and opinions with, they are now not sympathetic. Very few are being sympathetic with his message because uh, many black women were saying that he made a career of disgracing them for his profit, you know. And you don't want a legacy where now people look back and say, oh, this person made, um, or oh, God is not reality off the backs of the same people, you know, of color. And we're trying to build a, an African community a black community in the society. And 
you know, when someone comes like that and paints a certain picture of our people and puts certain connotations to the world, we get concerned. And it's unfortunate that he passed like that, uh, very abrupt and very, you know, it's it's shocking. Um, R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. And condolences to his family and friends and relatives. And uh, we hope that his legacy will continue, whatever legacy he had left, you know, for the red pill alpha male. And hopefully we'll get some positives from that legacy. And from that news, let's get into some entertainment news. This week was, I love music, you know me. So when a, a, a week ends, you know, <laughs> sorry for the pun, when the week ends with music, it's a, it's a win. It's a, it's a great week. It's a week where you can go into the weekend with new music in, the, in your playlist, new music that you can digest for the next week or two or for a month or for your lifetime. You can attach it to emotions. You can attach it to a place. You can attach it to a person. You know, it's, it's, it's always a good thing when we, when we receive new music. And oddly enough, I'll touch on the Jack Harlow album later. But oddly enough, I came across this um, Belgian musician and songwriter. Hey? Her name is Sela Sue. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about Sela Sue. She's got the biggest R&B and soul album out this year in 2022. I'll... I'll say pound for pound, her, her R&B and Soul album is the biggest album out now. It came out in April, 28th April, if I'm not mistaken. It's called Persona. I'm still digesting the album, but what I've come to understand and know is that she was, she's trying to, she overcame her depression and social anxiety uh, through therapy throughout the years, you know, and after drowning in antidepressants, you know, uh, there's a track called Pills on the Persona album. Very nice song where she talks about pills and that she's not, uh, she can't feel anything because of the pills, you know. You start to think, are these pills like, recreational pills, but then you understand the message that, okay, she was a person who was struggling with depression, but now she has overcome it. And her persona now is exploring different genres in the album, such as soul, hip-hop, jazz, and R&B, pop, and electro. 
you know she sings uh each song from a different facet of her person uh, personality hence the album is called persona right and she has been very vocal about dealing with mental health issues because i think now as a society this is a very prevalent um topic um going back to what i said that this week was very heavy and eventful um one of the one of my ex primary schoolmates uh just passed um and reports are she she committed suicide so mental health has to be at the forefront right now because a lot of us are going through a lot and uh, I'll dedicate an episode to that so coming back to entertainment you know she she talks about this and she talks about mental health and she talks a lot a lot about it so if you go back to her self-titled album Sela Sue which she dropped in 2011 which is her best album so far which is which got about 700,000, which sold about 700,000 copies in Europe. So if you go to that album, you can find tracks that directly deal and uh, talk about mental health issues. The standout tracks on this album for me, this album persona, is Kingdom, uh, Try to Make Friends, uh, Peels, standout track, uh, wanted to know, and there comes a day. So if you see the the the, the titling of those tracks, you get to understand understand her journey. But it's a very very lively album. It's not uh, an album where you feel sad or you know it's up tempo jazz, up tempo pop, up tempo R and B very soothing it's it's an album i think like i said it's the biggest r&b and soul album out right now from selassou shout out selassou all the way from from belgium and now we come to jack harlow's album um highly anticipated album i remember two weeks ago he teased a song called Churchill Downs featuring Drake. I actually d- didn't think the song would make it to the album because when he teased the song, people, were, you know, were skeptical. I remember even Pusha T went on a, um, uh, he was at the Breakfast Club and he addressed the, the lines that Drake was saying and saying that ah, they're not, you know, and I thought to myself, like, mm, okay, is it? A song which is going to come out, or it was just a teaser so that people can be like, oh, wow. But he confirmed that it was out. And and the, the, the production credits are actually quite solid because uh, they, the tracks which, which were produced by Boy Wonder, Pharrell, and uh, Timberland, it's very sexual, and it's from... It's, I'll say it's very sexual. Uh, there's a pronounced bravado in it. I I, I feel I, this is my first time listening to Jack Harlow, but I, I get a sense of feeling of 
he's coming of age. He's coming into a space where he's comfortable about his craft. He's comfortable about his lyrics. He's comfortable about his space and what the topics that he wants to talk about in his music. And I feel like this album will shake up the space once it simmers and starts to top chats and once people start to see visuals, once people start to see um, the traction on social media, you know, I might be proven wrong with what people are. Uh, there's so much backlash right now on social media saying the album is whack, the album is not up to par, the album is not up to standard. But I think, I tweeted, I think, uh, a few hours before I started this episode that the most weird thing is that all the people are saying this album is not it have listened to the album. And that this album that they're saying is not up to standard will reach platinum in no time. Because at the end of the day, you listen to it, you streamed it, you bought it, and you're going to play it again and again, and then you're going to understand uh, what's going on, you know? My standout tracks from this album um, is uh, Talk of the Town, Young Halizi, where we get get to hear Snoop, Snoop Dogg, hey, in the in the song, he is not rapping, but he's like I said, I feel like Jack Harlow is coming of age where he he's getting the hype, he's getting getting the notoriety that he deserves. Uh, first class, uh, Dua Lipa, after the songstress Dua Lipa. Uh, movie star featuring Pharrell Williams. I feel like movie star will be one of the the tracks that will shake up the charts. You know, Pharrell is, Pharrell is an amazing producer, and the production on this track it's out of this world. Churchill Downs featuring Drake. Parent Trap featuring Justin Timberlake, produced by Timberland. Uh, Poison featuring Lil Wayne. I thought to myself, I was like, okay, he's got the whole Young Money catalog. He's got the whole Young Money rooster here. Why didn't he just pull in a Nicki Minaj and just kill it? It would have been nice, eh? Have Drake, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj on this album. That would have been perfect. And my overall remarks on this album is that it's a good album. It feels 2006-ish with the snares, with the beat making, uh, the lyrics. It's very mellow. It's very nostalgic. Uh, if you listen to the track Side Piece, uh, he sampled Beautiful by Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. So it feels like he, he tapped into an era, but... but kept it straight, you know, straight and narrow with what's going on in this time, in 2022. So, shout out to Jake Hallow for this album. Um, the uh, name of the album is called Come Home, The Kids Miss You. So, come home, the kids miss you, man. Let's, let's enjoy the album. Let's enjoy... Uh, um, let's enjoy the Jägermeister. Let's keep safe. Let's enjoy Sela Sue. 
and let's enjoy the weekend. Uh, add your comments uh, to all the platforms that you hear Cozy Lounge podcast. And uh, tell me what you, what you guys are doing for the weekend. What, what plans do you have? What music do you have? What music do you want me to, to review? Uh, and go follow podcast um, at Cozy Lounge Podcast on Patreon. Follow uh, Cozy Lounge Podcast at... Uh, on Instagram, follow Cozy Lounge on Twitter, and let's interact. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you wanna, um, what you have seen, what you have heard, and you know we can discuss it further. This is me closing the show. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Keep safe. God first in everything. And I'll see you and hear from you. We'll talk at the, at the next episode. I, I sounded like Dr. Dre on that one. <laughs> at the next episode. Uh, this is Don Cozy signing out. Cozy Lounge. Everything is just cozy. <laughs>